Hey, thanks so much for tuning in today at Life Church Home. This is our podcast, and this is so crucial to what we do here because we want to help people understand how great God is and how great His purpose for your life is. And so I know today you're going to be blessed, encouraged, and strengthened by this message. So come on, let's get it started. How strong is your heart? How is your spiritual heart this morning? If I was to ask you that question, would you be able to answer it? Would you even know where to start? Your heart needs to be examined. David prayed a very brave prayer in Psalms when he said, Psalm 26 verse two, test me Lord, search my heart, examine it, see if there's anything in it that is not good. And I think it takes a brave person to say, God, I'm gonna let you test me. Knowing full well there's gonna be parts of the test you're gonna fail. God, I want you to search me. I want you to examine me because I want my heart to be healthy. When the Bible talks about the heart, it's not just a word that's thrown in there because, well, I'll just, you know, let's just talk about the heart of people. It's a chosen word, but God chose that word in scripture to describe what makes you up as a person. You know, God created the physical heart. When he created the physical heart inside your body, when he made it and he created it in its intricacy and in its brilliance and in its genius, this, this, this thing inside your body, which if you clenched your fist, that's how big your heart is. Like a small clenched fist is the size of the physical organ of your heart. And yet God created this incredible organ to run and fuel your body, to take what you breathe in and convert it into an oxygen for your body, for your soul, for you to run and to be able to do stuff, for you to be agile. And so when he created the heart, and then in the Bible, he begins to talk about your your spiritual heart, he's not just drawing an analogy that doesn't matter. You need to understand he's saying, of all the things that I could describe in you as a person that are the crucial organ in you spiritually, of all the words I could use to describe what makes you up in your feelings and your thinkings and your emotions, I want you to know it's like that heart. It's like the heart inside your chest that's keeping you alive. The well-being of your heart In the spiritual, your mind, your emotions, your feelings, your will, your intuition, the things that you value, your concerns, those things, if those are not right, just like if your natural heart is not right, they will shut you down faster than anything else. So spending a few weeks on this subject is good homework for us to do. It's good discussion for us to have in our houses. It's good things for us to think about. Like Kevin said last week, we need good things in our life and good things start with a good heart. So the verse that we have chosen to kind of umbrella this series is in Proverbs 4, verse 23, where it says, above all else, guard your heart. Can we put scripture up on screen, please? Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Proverbs 4 verse 23, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. In the Amplified, it talks about above all else, guard and be vigilant with your heart because it is the spring of all life. In the New Living Translation, it talks about guarding your heart because your heart, listen to this, determines the course 
of your life. And in the New King James American version, it says, guard your heart for out of it flow the issues of your life. Your heart today is determining your decisions tomorrow. How you feel is determining how you're sat here today. How you think and how you process is determining whether you are choosing to be in this relationship or this relationship. Your heart right now, that part of you is setting the course for your future. And therefore, my question is, do you like where you're going? Do you like the course you're on? Do you like the direction you're heading? Do you like what's flowing out of you? Because if you don't, guess what? You can fix it by going to work on your heart. You and God can fix the course of your life, but you gotta let him redirect your heart. I wanna break down this scripture in the next few moments, and let's look at it a little deeper before the next few weeks we'll move into talking about things that hurt our hearts. We wanna talk about things like bitterness that will take you down faster than anything I can think. Talking about offense. Anybody ever been offended in the room? Hello, and if you haven't got your hand up, you're a liar. And now you're offended because I called you a liar. I will, I, if I could, I'd have every limb in the air. You know the scary thing about this? This is why the Bible says pray for your leaders. The scary thing about this is when I studied heart and heart disease and heart ailments and heart conditions, you know, 73,000 people in the UK per year have heart failure, heart conditions, heart disease. It's the, it's the biggest killer of people in the world, bigger than cancer, bigger than the stuff that get a lot more press. Heart disease is the biggest killer. And yet we don't hear as much about it often as we do other illnesses. But in the church, I believe it's also the biggest killer. I think people's broken heart, diseased heart, contaminated heart, hurt heart, takes out more people than we ever realize, and that's why we need to talk about it. But when I was looking at it, there was a study that was done, and it found that in America, one of the highest statistics of people that had physical, as well as spiritual, but physical, because your spiritual affects your physical, if you're stressed, it's gonna affect your heart. If you feel like you're offended, it's gonna affect, you know, they have a connection. Some of you are ill right now in your body because your heart in the spiritual areas is sick. Right now you've got ailments in your body and they are not to do with anything other than the, the pr pressure that you're putting on your own emotions, you're living in emotional strife, you're living in a circumstance that's stressing you out and you're not dealing with it well. But this survey said one of the biggest sufferers of heart disease and heart problems in America is pastors. Because all the time they are dealing with people that get offended, and people that say mean stuff, and people that come to them and drop baggage on them and then walk out their office going, there you go, deal with that. People that maybe take a swipe because when you step up and lead in any area, you're the one that usually takes the hit. People that are under attack from the enemy because they're leading God's kingdom. And I read that and I'm like, how sad is that? that pastors are falling all the time because of a heart that is too weak or a heart that is too hurt. And that's why us as leaders are going through this in our hearts before we're asking you to do it in yours. We just had Kevin and Sheila Gerald here and tell you they did some open heart surgery on Steve and I. We go for dinner and they're like, how's your heart? How are you doing? How are you as a couple? 
How's your marriage? How are your children? How's your happiness? Why? Because you've got to keep examining your own heart. So we ain't preaching anything to you that we're not living, church. And that's what this series is about. So this says, in this first line of this verse, it says three things I want to break down and pull out of this before we close out and maybe pray this morning for some of you that need it. It says, number one, above all else. Everybody say above all else. Above all else. Which means it's important. I want to ask you, is your heart well-being? Is your heart wholeness? Is your heart something that you would say, I make that an above all else priority in my life? Is above all else your heart examining it, making sure it's healthy, making sure you pull offenses out, making sure you deal with bitterness, making sure you remove strife, making sure you forgive, hello? Making sure you say enough is enough, making sure, is that above all else in your life or is it down below everything else? The Bible's saying this is an issue that needs to come way up in your thinking, in your prayer life, in the way you go about life. This is an issue. Your heart needs to come way up above all else. I have a feeling that most of us in our lives, it's somewhere in there, but it's not an above all else. We have so much going on in our life. We have so many other things that we tend to and take care of. The things that are below the surface are often the things that are left till the very last minute. Some of us, it's our job that is above all else. Our career is above all else. Our children are above all else. Our own relationships are above all else. Our own desires are above all else. But there's something about this that God's saying, I need you, church, to understand. This is an issue that has to come way up the board. That above all else, you're going to think and fix your heart. I can't fix your heart for you. If you're in here, and your heart is diseased with unforgiveness. If you're in here and you have blocked arteries from negativity that you've allowed to back up for years and years and years. If you're in here and fear is in your heart. If you're in here and because of what's happened to you in a previous relationship has so damaged and broken your heart but you're in here with your arms lifted in worship and you're in here pursuing your university degree or your job, but your heart is not getting any attention. I'm telling you, the enemy is watching you and it's a ticking time bomb. This is serious stuff. It's time to make some things that maybe we're not good at in our British culture. Oh, Charlotte, you're asking me, you know, to deal with some stuff and I'd have to be honest. I mean, I'd have to say I'm not, I'm not great. I mean, I might have to go see a counselor and that's just what Americans do. I mean, as British people, we don't go see counselors. We don't go get help. Well, you know what? As British people need to get some help because our locked up, let's not talk about it, heart issues that are in our life are killing us. And if they're killing you, they're killing all the people attached to you because if mum's heart's not well, kids' hearts aren't well. If your heart's got a disease, you're gonna pass that disease onto other people's hearts. And I just think it's time that we grew up as Christians because the world needs us to get our heart well. So when they come to us, they don't go, oh, you're diseased like me. 
You have blocked arteries of offense like me. Oh, you have issues too. You have negativity backed up in there too. No, the church have got to go to work on their heart. Above all else, above all else, I'm asking you in these next few weeks, in your home, in your conversation, in your prayer life, to make the heart, your heart, your feelings, your emotions, to make this area something that is a priority for you to examine. I want you in your prayer time to say above all else, I'm praying tonight, God, that you would examine my heart. Above all else, I'm not praying about my finances, not bringing to you my situation at work. God, I'm just gonna get on my knees and we say, God, examine my heart. What is in there that's holding me back? What is in there that's stopping me from moving forward? What is in there that's damaging my marriage right now? What is in there that's stopping me from trusting? What's in my heart that's stopping me from being able to enter in to the house of God? What is it that's holding me back? What is it that I've allowed in my heart? God, above all else, I'm asking you to examine and search my heart. It says, above all else, the second thing, guard your heart. You know, in the natural, around those vital organs, your heart being primary one, there is a rib cage. There is something that's put there to protect that heart. And I want to urge us to put some things in our life in this season that are gonna guard your heart from the things that before have hurt your heart. When I say guard, I don't mean like you. I mean like you build some defenses around your heart. You say there's gonna be some things I'm putting around my heart that are gonna stop me being so easy to be walked all over or hurt. You know, people say you wear your heart on your sleeve. Well, can I just say that's not really a good place to wear your heart. It's good to love people. It's good to embrace people. It's good to have compassion for people. But you can't afford to walk around with your heart on your sleeve because people will take your heart, bruise your heart, crush your heart, stamp on your heart, and then chuck your heart back at you. You say, oh, Charlotte, you know, have you been hurt? Have you got issues? No, I've just done life. And I get tired of sitting and listening to people. I'm like, if you'd have just put a guard up, if you'd have just spiritually guarded your heart, if you'd have just put some defenses into your family and into your conversation, you would not be where you are today. You'd be in a very different place. And you need to bust the enemy who every time takes your heart, plays with it and throws it back. You know, some of you got hearts in here and they are broken. They're broken because of a lot of bad relationships you've been in. And you've gone from one bad relationship and then you've gone into another bad relationship and then you've gone to another bad relationship, thinking that the next relationship will fix your heart. Can I tell you, there's not any relationship that's gonna fix your heart. You have to fix your heart. You have to be honest and say, I think I am the problem. I think part of this whole scenario is that I have got a heart that needs fixing until my heart's fixing, I don't really think I should be dating. Until my heart's fixed, I don't really think I should be opening it to someone else. Until my heart's fixed, I don't think I should be actually telling you how to run your life or your marriage, I better get my heart fixed. I say to you young people in here, when I was 14 years of age, there was a word brought over my life about ministry that I would have. I had no idea at 14 what that meant. I had no idea that I'd go on to preach and do what I'm doing now, no clue. I didn't even have a desire to do it. But at 14, the word that came to my life was, 
was twofold. It was about a ministry, but there was also a part in there that God said to me, protect your heart. Guard your heart. Because when I want to use you to do something great for me, I need your heart intact. And I want to say to some of you young people, the enemy is wiping out a generation of people that are gonna be useful for the kingdom because you don't know how to guard your heart. So you let that relationship in, or you sleep with that girl, or you hang out with that crowd, or you try that drug, or you say, well, I'll just experiment, or you get in with bad company, and you don't understand when you get in that company, let me tell you what's happening, your heart is being damaged. And that heart that's being damaged, usually when you're 15, 16, you don't have the capability to put it back together. Your emotions kick in, you feel like everything in your world has collapsed and we see so many suicides and so many young people in depression because they've allowed their heart to be walked all over and we need our church to teach you to guard your heart. I don't care if you're 50 or 15, guard your heart. Put some stuff around it. Hey, that's all we have time for now, but we would love to invite you to one of our four campuses, Bradford, Belfast, Leeds, or Warsaw, Poland. And if you can't come in person, drop us an email at hello at livechurchhome.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to pray for you, and we'd love to meet you in person. But until then, keep watching, and we'll keep praying for you. And we trust that God would continue to finish the perfect work that He's begun in your life. Excel Men's Conference, November 20th to the 21st. At Life Church with Pete Wilson, lead pastor at Cross Point Church, Nashville, USA. Clinical psychologist, Dr. Robbie Sonderegger, and hosted by Steve Gambill. At Life Church, Wapping Road, Bradford, BD30EQ. Book online at lifechurchhome.com for £35 or call us 01274 307 233. Valor.